live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM. قلب سليم. Sound heart. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. You've just tuned in. It's Calvin Salim. I'm Taslima Ali. Well, we're now going, going into a very special feature. Joining me in studio at this moment in time is Sister Mingha Hendricks, who is a HIF student at Altatil Institute as well as a student at the Mizan Institute and a mentee at Light Upon Light Women's Foundation and member of the Muslim Students Association of schools. Assalamu alaikum, Meha. Wa alaikum, And mashallah, we of course also have the well known, mashallah, Mu'alima Roshan uh, Misbah with us. Assalamu alaikum, Mu'alima. Wa alaikum, salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, alhamdulillah, coinciding with this beautiful show, which is Colbun Salim Sound Heart, we are of course doing a topic today, which is Where is my heart? Is that correct? Yes, yeah. that is correct. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. So, well, Alima, do you want to give us a little bit of a sure, note in and then she can be smiling? within our mentorship program to, to put this together. Alhamdulillah, it came at a time where we were preparing it for some podcasts and then we were asked to do a show on Voice of the Cap. So the, the timing was perfect, Alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. So for the listeners who haven't maybe tuned in the last uh, two weeks, we started about two weeks ago and the, the topic was chosen because of a workshop that I've been running for quite a while called Reclaim Your Art. And the book is... Is, is very deep and uh, we know Sister Yasmin Majayed yes, uh, is coming to Cape Town as well, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And we're very familiar with the book. And so instead of just calling uh, this particular series um, Reclaim Your Heart, we first wanted to speak about where is my heart. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to understand, you know, what is it that causes us um, not to you know, sort of do what we're supposed to, especially in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and staying away from that which he makes um, haram for us. So we wanted to just take a check and see where we are with regards to our hearts. And therefore we chose this particular um, series title, uh, Where Is My Heart? In the first week we spoke about the the concept of Kalbun Salim, actually without knowing that the show was called Kalbun Salim. Kalbun Salim. <laughs> so how the heart and the mind both need to be sound in order for, for us to be able to um, love the way we were created to love, alhamdulillah. And then we went on to speak about distractions last week. And we had two of our other mentees in uh, Rehana and Dhakira. And they spoke beautifully about friends and social media and all kinds of things that keeps you away from from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and things that you just do, um, you know, without actually thinking. So this week, alhamdulillah, Ming has going to go into and speak about music, inshallah, one of the other distractions. So these are all the things that occupy your heart. 
And so your heart cannot be occupied by the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nor with his Rasul وسلم, if it's occupied by other things. So we just want to tackle some of those things, especially for the youth. Alhamdulillah. Inshallah. Well, of course, something that is very sensitive and I think it's a perfect month to be gripping everyone on this. How would you like to be us? Okay. So the topic of music. So because it's close to heart, I thought of relaying a story of why I started listening to music because I feel like it will be relative to the young students and people out there. Um, naturally, when you like social media and, and those other things, you do these things to fit in firstly. Mm-hmm. And then you discover other reasons for the purpose of music. And I think for myself, at that specific time when I started listening, I was just starting out puberty. It was like, oh, this is a new thing. And I had a lot of emotional um, issues. And it was like, what, am I, what can I go to to help me cope through these things? And the kind of music that I listened to was... Th- the mu- the message of the music was such that it's something that I wanted to hear. If I was insecure about my body, then there was a song to help me feel good about my body. And like those kinds of things. And then, you know, on that note, it kept being a place of solace because it kept being the place where I looked for that approval, for that that comfort. And it kept being the place that I kept returning to. And then came... Along with that journey came the time when One Direction came down to Cape Town, I think it was in 2015. And I was like super hyped and super excited to go. And I was like, Daddy, can I go? And he said, no. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my heart was crushed, heartbroken and all those things. And I didn't understand why I couldn't go because I was like, but I really, really, really like the music. And I really, really, really like the message that they give to me. And I didn't understand it. And then... Later that year, that same year, um, Mufti Men came down to Cape Town as well. And one of our neighbors had um, a dinner with him. And I got to go to the center and I got to meet him instead. And I didn't understand it at the time. But it's just all those words just keeping you protected. Because if I had gone to that concert, what would have happened to me? And what would, the space I would have been in if I had gone to that? So um, you needed to go to one direction, but it was just not that one direction. <laughs> Specifically, it was like I needed to be on the Sirat um, Indeed. instead. And it was, it was, it didn't, I didn't pick it up immediately. It took a while before I realized, oh, that's why that had to happen so that this could happen. Taslim, if I can just add in something there, subhanAllah, yeah, sure. that two things stand out to me. The one is that you never give up something for the sake of Allah, but it already places with something better. Subhanallah. Mm. So, and often this is a very important point for um, for parents, uh, for us parents to understand as well as for the the youth, that if you do something like that for the sake of Allah, and what Mingha was saying is, her father just said no, and she, even though she was crushed, she had to listen to him. Mm. And so Allah knows best, Subhanallah. And then also just in in terms of what her father did, it reminds me of a beautiful ayah in the Quran in Surah Tahrim. Allah speaks about Ya Iwaladina Amanuku and Fusakum wa Ahlikum Nara. Allah says, save yourselves and your family from the fire of Jahannam. And so your father stepped in and said, no, you can't go because he yes. knew what was best for her. And this is really, really important because often as parents, we don't realize that those things are not good for them. You know, such an important point because we've recently had art visiting again and, and as probably in the same boat where parents perhaps think, oh no, I don't want to disappoint my child. Exactly. I don't want them to feel bad. I want them to be happy. 
Subhanallah. So what I love about the ayah is that Allah speaks about saving yourself first and then saving your family. Mm-hmm. And what uh, Ustad Numan Khan speaks about, he says that, you know, the order of the ayah, that you will never be concerned about saving your family if you're not concerned about saving yourself. So yeah, the, as much as Minha is mentioning this with regards to the youth, it's important for us as as parents to realize that it starts with us. We need to know what Allah's commandments are. And even if we don't understand it, we need to listen, we need to obey subhanAllah. And this is really, really important so that we can guide them. We wonder where our youth are headed towards. But wallahi, thumma wallahi, may Allah protect us and save us and forgive us. Mm-hmm. I feel that we are failing them, subhanAllah. And may Allah give us, Allah grants us these opportunities, these beautiful months for us as the adults to take cognizance of where we are at so that we can change our lives in order to guide them onto the sirat, Allahumma ameen. Mm-hmm. Okay, why not ask you, Meha? So we, you didn't get the one direction, you got uh, Mufti Mink <laughs> instead. If you reflect now on that moment and that decision of your daddy, what are your feelings? I like to think of it as a loving gesture of my father because yeah. he knew what would happen if I had gone to that concert. Mm-hmm. He knew what Haram would have been out there if I had gone. And like many things that he's done before to protect me from those things. And I love it because mm-hmm. like, I understand now. Maybe yeah. not then because then I was like, oh, my daddy's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> this happens so much with our youth. So yes. when we have our parents tell us no, you automatically think I've got the worst parents. But yes. you just really have to sit back and realize that they actually have your best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. Well, Alima, I think it would be wonderful just to give everybody a recap. I mean, we are doing Where Is My Heart? Uh-huh. And we're focusing on the love of music. <laughs> Subhanallah, So yes, we were speaking about um, the concept of Where's My Heart, which is the title for our series. And within that, we were speaking about distractions. And one of the distractions that we're focusing on today is the love of music, yes. indeed. And so um, Mingha very beautifully narrated to us the fact that she wanted to go to One Direction not too long ago, a few years back. And she and has such a good daddy. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, and dad said no. So, Alhamdulillah, I think we need more of those kind of parents, and particularly dads, to stand up and say, you know what, and Taslima, you were mentioning how important it is that as as youngsters at that time, you think you've got the worst parents. Yes. And I think often that is where they get the upper hand, the youngsters, and parents, you know, tend to give in. Yes, because the parents, they want to be that bad parent. Yes, mm. but that's exactly the point where we need to look at what is our role mm. that Allah subhanahu has gifted us with in Indeed. terms of nurturing this. And it's not just the body, the physical state of this human being, but it's the ruh of this human being, so subhanAllah. And so in, in that particular light, it's to look at that Allah has given us this gift to be able to guide them and to be able to better because we've been through it already. So, you know, at that very moment in time, it's not to look at the puppy dog eyes, but rather to look at what's going to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And again, just repeating the ayah from Surah Tahrim, that if we want to save us, our children, we need to save ourselves first. So, I firmly believe that if we know what our duties, roles, responsibilities, what our manner is towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we understand who He is and who we are, then we'll be able to parent better. But the show is not about parenting, so I'll hand back over to Minha, inshallah, just to continue this this journey that she's been on in terms of, um, you know, if she replaced music at all or yes. if she finds herself, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Well, Minha, of course, uh, um, you, you stopped that way. You had then um, gone to a gathering with Mufti and how that has happened. You want to continue from there? Yes, of course. Um, so 
that same year I decided I needed to study Quran. I needed to study Hifz. It was the following year that I enrolled into a Hifz school as well as the Mizan Institute which does the translation. And then along this journey, one of my teachers said to me, you can't listen to music anymore. And I was very uncomfortable with the idea because music was my comfort, it was my, my whole... Um, I don't know what the word is. The chill zone. <laughs> I suppose you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> the chill zone. And um, the way she explained it to me was is that your heart only has place for one of the two things. Either music or Quran. And because I was studying Quran, it didn't make sense for, the place, for, the, for music to be in place of that in my heart, but Quran to be in place. That being said, it wasn't easy to transition from like one direction and Teresavan into Quran immediately. It happened slowly through different things I tried. I had his J, I don't know if anyone really knows it, but he's a, like a Muslim pop artist. I like to describe him as the Islamic version of Justin Bieber. <laughs> okay. And his music style is similar to your pop artist. And then from there I moved into Mai Zayn, which is a bit more quieter. And then from there into Nasheed, and then from there into Quran. Okay. So, so you it, took it in strides? I took it in, in stages because I felt that it was easier because like if you stop immediately you're very tempted to go back into listening mm. to music because you still it's like it's being snatched away from you as opposed to it moving away slowly from you and um, my sister actually would say to me you know you sing more nasheeds and you recite more Quran than you use music and then if I say more music then she'll say oh you're doing more music than you're doing Quran and like oh okay <laughs> and then it's like it, it could be felt around in my space and in what I was doing. Um, with regards to like Quran, if I can say this, is like Quran. Oh, now I don't know how to say this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, though it's nice to listen to artists like Alisha and Maya Zain and, and your typical Nasheed artists out there, it's, it's comforting as well, but Quran is the best. Thing to listen to, the best recitation to listen to. Indeed, I mean. Yeah. And then to explain that is like, the Quran, not only do you, do you, who, now, now I need to go take two steps back. Like I said at the beginning with the music artists, when they, ex when I said that they give you the message that you want to hear, mm. then if you look at the Quran, it's a message from Allah to you. Indeed. And Allah is your creator. And shouldn't he know you best? Therefore, you need to listen to his words. <laughs> and then on that note, like when I think of listening to music, there's no uh, there's no gain besides what you personally gain, and it's just like a temporary fix to what you're going through. With the Quran, it gives you an emotional healing, a physical healing. I read in this article where it says the human brain vibrates at a certain consistency, and when you listen to Quran, it just enhances that. And if you listen to and if you listen to loud sounds and so, like certain music styles, it disrupts that vibrations. Mm. And then to think that Quran does all these things, and then you get rewarded for it also. You get to earn your jannah points as well. It's it's amazing to think that Quran can be can do so much for you just by listening to it, as opposed to music that can be unhealthy for you and can hurt you and all those things. So, Taslima, I just want to put Miha on the spot very quickly. Yeah. And I want to ask a question based on what she said earlier on, that when she was listening to music, it was a place of comfort and solace. Yes. And now she's mentioning that the Quran basically is the best type of 
um, audio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not that we want to, the Quran is much higher than that, subhanAllah, but uh, just in terms of the, the medium, yes. to actually for your ears. So I want to put on the spot and just ask her, you know, if there's an ayah that she can think about that speaks about uh, Quran being contentment. Ooh, Ali, ma. Ooh, I'm not that far in Quran. <laughs> um, I can only think of the English translation, if I'm correct. It's readily in the heart, in the membranes of Allah, do hearts find rest. Subhanallah, contentment. Subhanallah, and that's exactly what I was thinking of, that she's mentioning this, and this can only be when you experience Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. She went and, and really tried and tested you know, she was like a typical teenager, totally immersed in music. And then the Quran just took over and actually she experienced it by herself. That that same comfort and solace she was looking for. In fact, it was much better when she mm-hmm. turned towards the Quran. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. And this is a living, you know, sort of testimony that that ayah is actually yeah. so amazing. Subhanallah. Well, I think that there's just so much that that comes out of this message today, Ma'alima, because first of all, there was the father who parented according to the duties as you said earlier on the position that Allah has given him then you have taking your kids into the company of those that will inspire them to a greater love for Allah and then it was her self-development of course and it's absolutely I think there's so many people that is sitting and, and it's a struggle for many when it comes to music because music has that way um, on the ear that plays sometimes with the strings of your heart and it speaks to you but earlier on um, where in our previous interview there's something that the sheikh brought up that I think is so real for so many of us Malima that the Quran speaks to absolutely everyone absolutely mm-hmm. so no matter where you open it up as there's something that speaks to you it's never oh okay that's actually meant for my mother or no that's actually yeah. meant it speaks to absolutely everyone subhanallah mm. and something that Mufti Mink mentioned last night um, subhanallah that's so relevant he said he was speaking about the Quran will guide those who are conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so and, I, and I'm sure he wasn't necessarily referring to Nasser and the correction not necessarily you know Muslim but because it's for deadliness, it's for it's a guidance for mankind. So anybody who's just conscious, conscious of the the Rob, conscious of the the Creator, regardless of the religion and regardless of the space you found yourself in, yes. you know, it's just the fact that okay, let me give this a try, and and Allah will just guide Subhanallah. And you know, this is so apt that we're speaking about this in the month of Ramadan, yes. when if anybody is struggling with music. To just listen to this brief account that Ming has given and to think about, you know, just try Quran out. Try giving up music for these next, you know, few days and try to replace it because there has to be an alternative. There has Mm -hmm. to be an alternative. And if it is that we, our hearts are void, our hearts are empty, we're speaking about where is my heart. Quran is the ultimate, ultimate place of, you know, um, guidance, source of guidance and, and the source of comfort and solace. So give it a chance if you've never done it before and see what miracles Allah can do with you, subhanAllah. Yes. Well, Mecha, I absolutely love that you first gave it a try to gradually let go. That like just really, really stands out. I I will have to admit, I didn't know who Harris J was. I'm like, okay, this one direction. I think his name is actually Harith. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he goes by Harris J. Yes. Oh, okay. It's spelled like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, I, I, I never, I don't know, I just assumed it say Harris J. Okay. So are you, are you finding it hard, though, um, to keep up or are you managing quite well? 
well because you are in that in that you are in your youth and so there's lots of things that that can you know lots of other challenges you have to um it would be wonderful if we could just keep within our circles but the reality is that we do go into mm -hmm. other circles mm -hmm. do you find that it's a bit of a challenge for you well, considering that it doesn't affect me much what other people do, it wasn't that difficult. But mm -hmm, what I love yeah. about the other mentees at Lightman, it's like they all have a song in mind. And I say, I don't know what that song is. And they're like, oh, we're not telling you either because you can stay in your bubble <laughs> <laughs> without knowing what music it is. But it doesn't affect me anymore. Yeah, it used to because I was like, I don't know what's playing anymore. Yes, alhamdulillah. And I think that's really important, the, the company that we keep as well. Mm -hmm. Just the encouragement not to um, go back to that space. And if we do find that we are erring to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to find that environment that will continue to encourage us to, to stay on the right path. Allah I mean. Well, Ma'alima, we have about a minute or so. So for those wanting to know a bit more about where Ma'alima is and um, the school is. Okay, inshallah. So the Light Upon Light Women's Foundation, alhamdulillah, has been established in August of last year. And we are busy with um, many projects and endeavors. And a few of the, the things that we are busy with at the moment is the Youth Mentorship Program. We are trying to mentor the youth in, in various aspects. And this particular show is mentored by myself as the public speaking mentor. But there are others in communications and product development and design and research and finance and funding and all kinds of stuff. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So that's one. So we ask the community to please keep us in our dua, in the, in them, us in their duas, inshallah, Alhamdulillah. so that we can fulfill the Samana that we want to um, allow the youth to reach their full potential Allah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then just to mention if I may that there's something that we launched last year called the Muslim Organizer to try and organize your life and it will our new one for this Ramadan will be available in the next few days inshallah sure. so we're very very excited Is if it's approved by Minka then <laughs> yeah. good. you have to see your organizer to believe it subhanallah okay. so if as young as a 17 year old um, you know treats it like a bible in terms of taking it everywhere and using it it really is something that organizes your life alhamdulillah and this year's theme is the light of Muhammad so, so, so very very exciting alhamdulillah <laughs> Alhamdulillah, that sounds absolutely amazing. Well, Mika, it's been also awesome having you in studio. I don't know if you want to do a quick shout out for that daddy of yours and mom. <laughs> hey, daddy and mama. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. And encourage you to come back, inshallah. Yes, of inshallah, course. Inshallah, You are definitely an inspiration to all of us, sister, and I hope that so many that are tuned in will benefit from this Amin. message because I think it doesn't only speak to our youth, it speaks to everyone. Oh, we've got a message that came through that says, Assalamu alaikum, why is the program so short? <laughs> this is such a crucial topic for today, Zuma. Well, I feel so as well, but inshallah. We'll continue we'll next week, inshallah. back soon in studio, of um, course. Roshan as well. I need to say shukran to you ladies for joining us on Call Bun Alhamdulillah. May Allah want to accept and continue to grow the radio station from Sri Lanka. Assalamu alaikum ladies. Wa alaikum Well that's it from myself Tislima Alias. Do stay tuned to VSC 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Qalbun Salim. Sound hot.